Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations uh, with Neil and Matt. This is Matt speaking, uh, hosting Cornerstone Conversations today. Hello, Neil. How are you? Good, thanks, Matt. Excellent. Uh, apologies for the, the background noise. It's, it's raining here at the moment and unfortunately our studio is not waterproof. It's no, um, soundproof is the word I'm looking for. So we've, yeah. got a, we've got a little bit of background noise today. Hopefully it's not too bad. Yeah, hopefully but, not. Uh, it's yeah. God, God's fault. It is. Hmm. Or, the, or the, weather, the Weather Bureau's fault. <laughs> yeah, because they so said Who can we blame? It? So we've always got to blame someone. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Uh, Matt, I just yes. want to give a shout out. I do. To shout Kathleen. To Kathleen. Because she has been listening to our shows, like catching up. She's yeah. listened to all 70 episodes. Wow. And it's 71 today. 71 today. That is a lot of episodes. Yep. Uh, that's that's an achievement, isn't it? It is. It is. For our hundredth, we're we gonna have a party, or I don't know. Maybe we can take. We might, it... be, we might be taken off the air by then. <laughs> Maybe we could do it from like a big event, like the Darwin Show or something. Oh yeah, like live, do, live, live from, Darwin, from show. Darwin Show on the Ferris wheel. Because <laughs> yeah, it'd have its ups and downs, round and round. <laughs> Perhaps that could be the episode that is just. Silence. Yeah, we're talking about having maybe a silent episode. A silent episode. Yeah. Mm. Something different. I believe this episode, Neil, you said you were going to do this episode with your eyes closed. <laughs> I did. I lied. Somehow I opened them. I yeah. figured I can't actually you read if you already. want me to read without opening them. Well, that eyes. is true. That is true. Uh, anyway, that's enough Enough of that. And, and on, on with the more important things. Um, as we do, we're going to just talk about the message from Sunday. And, and on Sunday... Uh, I brought the message and started a new series, which we're calling um, Journey, to the, Journey to the Journey to the Cross. Yeah, which is great. Lead up to Easter. Easter's coming very soon. The year is rapidly disappearing, but um, just a, a great opportunity just to to take some time over the next few weeks just to um, reflect on on the cross, to reflect on the importance of the cross and and all of that. And so I, I shared a message on Sunday that's that was entitled pre- Preparing the Way. Um, and I just took the opportunity, really, just to spend some time uh, in God's Word with the, with the power of hindsight of, mm. of looking back and looking through, um, I guess, the, the whole, whole story through the Old Testament to, to Jesus and even, even beyond that and, and for what is still to come mm. uh, of the plan that God has um, for, his, for His creation, for His people, for, for us, for all humanity. Um, and so, um, really, pretty much the whole message was was focused around Hebrews eleven, um, yep. known as the as the faith chapter. Um, and I, I mean, it's one of my favourite chapters in the Bible because it because it sort of steps through, you know, the journey that that God had prepared uh, through the different key people um, in the Old Testament leading up to to Jesus mm. uh, coming. And you know, so. Um, yeah, probably probably just start um, from verse one. There, we'll just I'll just quickly read uh, the first few verses of that one, which just says, "Faith uh, shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people of old in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, and that what we see now did not come from anything that can be seen. So, really, just establishing." I guess what what faith actually is that ability to to believe 
things that have happened in the past without actually seeing the actually seeing it happen. Um, and it, I mean, it really is the core of of our our belief, isn't it? Because I mean, we were, talk, we were talking about that last week too. Um, you know, if you if you take the the Bible as a as a story without faith, yep. Um, there are things that happen in there. It's like, oh, come on, that didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so that really is a part of the core, and and just you know understanding that that the entire universe, everything that we see around us, all creation, uh, was was created at God's command, mm. and right from the very beginning, He had a plan. Yep. Had a plan to be in in perfect relationship with us. He He created us to be in relationship with us. He created us so that He could love us, and that we would love Him. Yep. In return. Um, and of course, in doing that, you can't you can't love by force. No. Can you? Do you no. love? Do you have you experienced love by force, Neil? Ah, uh, well, it would never really be love, would it? I've, well, that's I've, exactly right. I've experienced the force of love. Oh, that's different. Flip it. That's <laughs> yeah. right. No, but that's exactly right. <laughs> love, love is a love is a choice. Yeah. And so there was a choice um, that was given to humanity, which was in the in the Garden of Eden with the. Yeah. the the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yep. So they could do whatever they wanted and and look after God's creation and improve upon it and work in it and create in it. Mm. And all they the the only restriction was they couldn't eat the fruit of this tree. Yep. Um, you know, interestingly there was also a tree of life in the yep. garden. And yes. there was no rules that said they couldn't eat the fruit from that. So they could, they had, they had the fruit for eternal life there. Yeah. Um, and yet, um, you know, Satan came along and, and convinced them that it wasn't a rule; it was a choice. Yeah. Um, and so they chose, they chose the power of knowledge and the and the power of understanding the difference between good and evil, and so that broke relationship with God. Yeah. And so then that that started the the grand plan. Well, actually, probably didn't start it because God would have known what was going to happen anyway. But yeah, because he talked about how even before the foundation of the world, that is, yes. Christ died for us. Yes, before the foundation of the world. In other words, the plan was already in place. I think I think there's something in that too. Because if he knew the plan already, why did he even put the tree there? Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's that's Still exactly has to how be our choice. Though, well, that, that's how God works, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like he, he knows the ultimate, but he invites us into that. Yeah, that's right. And I think you know what you said about relationships so important. Um, mm. It was the the cross is not about anything else apart from that, really. Yeah, like, it deals with our sin, um, but it's not about sin. It's about restoring relationship with God. Yeah. So. Yeah, very important that that first bit. Yeah, and so yeah, so really, just just work through um, the journey in in uh, Hebrews eleven about the different relationships that God had with mm. key people in in inviting them into His plan and process in preparing the way uh, for Jesus to come as that as that ultimate and perfect sacrifice to cover yeah. sin, um, and so. Um, yeah, you know, the first the first person we looked at in in verse seven of Hebrews eleven was Noah. Yep. You know Noah, this guy who was uh, is described as um, the 
the only man of faith left in all of creation. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, God again, and and it says in there that God was was heartbroken about the fact that this relationship had failed, mm. and he was ready to just well, I've, that's it. I've I've had enough. I'm yep. done. Let's just wipe it out and start again. And you know, effectively, that's what he did. But he kept Noah around, whereas yeah. he could have just wiped everyone out. But Noah was this man of faith, and so you know, gave him the opportunity to be a part of that that plan. And yeah, you know, yep. effectively turned it off and on again. Yeah, mm. that's interesting. Like as you're saying that, because we'll obviously we'll look at other people you're going to mention. Yeah, but each one of them, if it wasn't for what they did, well. I guess not all of them, but probably all of them. Um, Jesus couldn't have come if if Noah hadn't been righteous and stepped out in faith and built the ark. Then humanity would have ceased to exist. End of the end of the journey to the cross. Um, yeah. And the other ones you're talking about down the road a bit there, Abraham yep. and Sarah. Yeah. Yep. If they hadn't believed God for the child, that's and, right. And then if Abraham hadn't. You know, he listened to God's voice. He said, sacrifice your, your son, which God would never actually go through with that because he hates child sacrifice in the Old Testament. But Isaac um, was was there and, and Abraham said, you know what? It says actually in these verses that he reasoned that even if he had to die, God would raise him from the dead. In other words, yeah. he knew what God was all about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah, very interesting, sure. eh? And so, That's a, yeah, it is amazing. And Moses? Uh, yeah. If his if his uh, mum hadn't put him in the reeds, no, that's right. Like there's if it's the actions of faith that allow Christ to come, and I still think it yeah. happens today with us too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's I mean I guess that's that's really the point is that 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 God's God's work is still is still going on. Mm. You know because we know from the Book of Revelation that that Jesus is coming back again, and he's he hasn't come yet because yep. we're still here. Yeah, you know one day. We won't be here anymore, and it will be that we'll be in the presence of God in heaven, mm. and we'll be in that space of every knee bowing and every tongue confessing that Jesus is Lord. Um, and until that point, then God's plan is still in process, and and we are invited into that plan. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, what would have happened if, you know, if Noah didn't build the ark? What yeah. would have happened if Abraham didn't? Just go. Yep. Okay. Let's go. We're moving out and take his wife and yep and know that she was going to have a child, even though they were both really old and and they hadn't been able to have children to that point. And then, you know, again, yeah, what you're saying, you know, Moses' mum, the fact that she rec- you know, it says there that they recognised there was something unusual about Moses, and so they had to protect him. Yeah. So they saw and, God's call on his life. I yeah, suppose. Yeah. He was yeah. a special child. I think it says. Hey, everyone thinks their child's special. Oh, I said, no, he says that, that, that they saw that, in, this is in verse 23 of Hebrews 11, it says they saw that God had given them an unusual child. Unusual, yeah. And they were not afraid to disobey the king's command, mm. which was, you know, obviously the, the pharaoh in Egypt was was killing off all the, the, the Israelite babies because the Israelites were outnumbering the, the Egyptians and they were starting to get scared of that. Yeah. Um, so do you think, like Matt, that when you think about the journey to the cross and from all these yep. people in the Old Testament, yep. and obviously you're talking about faith, um, it seems like faith played a big part, part in that journey. I mean, this yep. is the faith chapter, as you said. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, what, what really struck you about it then, like, as you're looking back? Well, I think I think the, the key the key thing that I was thinking about. I mean, because I shared I shared a story about uh, a testimony about my son Toby and yep. and his ability to walk and and the different things that that were part of that. Um, in terms of having a clarity that enabled him to walk forward. Yep. You know, to get up and, and walk, he he needed to be able to see. And there's that challenge for us that really struck me of, you know, in order for us to walk forward with God we've got to have a clarity and an understanding of who he is and that comes back to relationship that comes yeah. back to having that faith and and you know being in his word and reading what God has done before and observing his promises and mm. and even you know even holding God to his promises you know you said you would do this yep um, and and believing in it and that and then again that has you know that has that faith yep. that's required and you know, and so then when we're in that space of, of you know, being in God's word and understanding what he's done before and being in relationship with him because we've got that faith and we've got, you know, we've accepted Jesus into our lives and it, it gets us in tune. You know, there's a, there's a, that verse in, in Psalm 119. I think it is. If my memory serves me correctly, yes. You know, the, God's word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Mm. You know, it it gives us the ability to understand and to, to have that faith to step forward into things. And, and you know, that again, the fact that God's plan is still in action. Yeah. And that he's inviting us into that. And so we can step into those things. And, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, I love the fact that it's a lamp, a lamp to a feet, our feet. Like it's, it's, you know, enough to see the next step in front of us. Because I think we've talked about that before. You know, if we, mm. if we know what God's going to do in our lives way back, you know, we'd probably all run and hide in the in the corner. But <laughs> yeah. you know, just just that process of you know being being in a relationship and you know every day committing yep. the day to God. You know, use me for whatever purpose. Yep. You know, give me opportunity. You know, all all of those things that means that as we you know we we're, we're just journeying and you know there there might be things where it's at the time. It's like, oh, this is really insignificant and I'm not really doing anything for God. Yep. You know, I'm just going about my every day. But then you look back with hindsight. You know, just like we came with the Bible, you know, you go back and you look at yeah. the history and you see how things have happened. Um, you know, I look I look back on the things in my life and, you know, in the moment it was like, yeah, whatever. But yep. I can see how God was working through that situation and, you know, and I think... We don't want to. We we don't want to miss those opportunities because we're so, you know, wrapped up in our in ourselves. Mm. But again, the faith and the trust in knowing that God can use use our circumstance and use the situation that we find ourselves in, and and continue just a daily step, daily step. Daily yeah, step. that's right. Yep. And and it's moving forward. So, I think one one of the things that I was thinking about when when pondering about your message on the weekend yeah was that the faith that they had in the better future so the journey to the cross i guess is like i suppose god's got this plan for a better future as well for us yep. where it's like receiving christ changes things and we're looking forward to eternal life and i think that's sort of wrapped up in uh, verse 27 to 40 that you wrote there um, in Hebrews 11, 
Yeah. Um, and it gives an example of all these different people, just quick quick mentions in these ones. Yep. Um, but then there's also some had these victories, but others were tortured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Refusing yep. to turn from God in order to be set free. Yeah. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Yeah. And then it talks about all these bad things that happened to the people who believed. Yeah. And it's really that understanding eternity, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And having that and having that eternal perspective. That was another thing I was going to talk about on Sunday, yep. but because because of the amount I was trying to condense yeah, into the, into the message, sometimes. it didn't do it. But yeah. yeah, I guess I can talk about it now. There's, a, there's an example that um, I think Francis Chan does. It's really, really effective. But he basically has this big, long piece of rope that he brings yep. onto the stage and it goes off the side of the stage and he's, you know, he's dipped the end in wax. I don't know if I've talked about this before or not, but if I have, too bad. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so there's this this length, you know, 10, 15 centimetres of the end of this piece of rope that's dipped in wax. It's a different colour to the rest of the rope and the rest of the rope just goes disappearing off to the the side of the stage and he's like, this is, this bit of wax, this bit of coloured rope, this 15 centimetres is our life here on earth now. Yep. And we're like, trying to condense all of this stuff in and we're getting all stressed out about everything that happens and whatever. And yet in perspective to the rest of the rope of the rest of eternity with God, it's this minuscule little bit that, you know, in some ways I guess we have to endure, Mm. but there is that, there is that faith. There is that hope of, of this eternity that is to come. Yeah. And, and so that's, you know, and that's exactly what that's talking about in that section there, where the, you know there's these people that are tortured and killed and whatever, and they've got this this hope, this faith in Jesus that's coming because they've heard that Jesus is coming, the Messiah is coming for the, yeah. for the Old Testament and, and for us as well. You know, he's already been, but that's still for us. But then there's also that Jesus is coming again, and yeah, then, and then we all step into that eternal life. And get all get to share in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the cross being a place where all these Old Testament saints were actually looking forward to that. That was the promise that they were really looking forward to. Yeah, and and that they basically didn't count the world that they were in as the end. No, because I think there's a verse that we, we you read out that talks about how um, none of them received all that God had promised. Yeah, and that's something. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. And it's like, you know, faith sees well beyond our lifetime and yep. it sees into the future. So, you know, I was just thinking even about our church here, you know, what what does God have in the future of the church? Let's just say, for example, you know, part of it was, oh, we were going to be a, a centre for Asia, Asia region in, in terms of a Bible school and Cornerstone would set that up one day. Yeah. Um, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying as an example. Yeah. Um, and suppose God gave that to us as a church, but it didn't come to pass until me and you are dead, and then another generation comes, and mm-hmm. then the Bible school's planted. That that when we work for God, and even as these guys were living for Christ, even though Christ hadn't come yet in yeah. the Old Testament, yeah, they're looking forward to that moment. Yeah. So they have all of a sudden they got meaning in their life as well where there's this purpose to fulfill God's plan. Yeah. And 
I think that's a great example for us to, to remember because just like you said about eternity, we think of eternity on the other side as well, which is where we need to think. Yeah. But this earth might go on for another thousand years or whatever. We don't yep. really know. Yeah. Yep. What does God want to do on earth? That's right. Through us believing in faith and stepping out, knowing that we're not even going to see the promises. Yeah. 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 That was challenging to me just as yeah. we read that. Yeah. yeah. And it's that it's that leaving leaving a legacy mm. sort of thing for for God's work. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, and and even even for the journey that we've been on as a church, and think about you know. Those, I mean, you could call them pioneers. Yep. You know, the ones that came through and have, have been before. Like I think, I think about that in terms of our worship ministry mm. and the people that were there right at the start, and and the the culture and the heart for worship, and how that is now like the foundation for for who we are as an identity as a as a worship ministry. Yep. And that's you know, it may be that there's there's members of that of that original team that are no longer here, but there's their, their seeds, con- contribution and whatever is still, you know, is part of, of who we are. And, yep. you know, and you're absolutely right. You know, you and I, we're not going to be here forever and one day mm. we won't be here. And, but it doesn't mean that what we're doing now doesn't have implications for the future. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's really, really good reminder. Yeah. That's good. I don't know what that's got to do with the journey to the cross. But I just thought I'd bring that up. Well, I think it, I think the whole point is that that everything that we do is centered around the cross. Without mm. without the cross, without Jesus coming as that sacrifice, then none of us would would even be here having these conversations. Yeah, it's funny, eh? Because it's almost like we they were looking forward to Jesus. Yes, and um, so they wouldn't reach perfection without us. In other words, they needed Jesus just as much as we did. Yeah, and it's almost like we journey. Back. We journey backwards. Our job is remembrance. Yeah. Yeah, true, eh? Mm. We remember the cross. We remember the cross. But we still have to go there. It's like we still have yeah. to get there and, and yeah. understand Jesus. So it's we still, like, yeah, we still journey. We, we also journey to the cross. But we almost go back to the cross, that yes. point in time. Yes. That is still the present. That's so weird, eh? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, man. <laughs> but it's good. So you gotta have faith. Yeah, faith. It's a faith, faith. journey, and and that's what the yeah. cross was. Yeah. 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 Amazing. And so yeah, so I mean yeah, God God was certainly preparing the way. Yeah. Through the Old Testament, ready for for Jesus to come, but yep. He's continuing to prepare the way, and you know, just just like these people of faith that we've talked about, you know, mm. there's faith that we require to continue the journey through, and again, you know, God invites us into that. Yep. to that plan he doesn't have to yep but he does yeah that's amazing and yeah. and i sort of like the fact that we also have to point people to the cross as well like yep. that that's our job is to help them journey to the cross and that's a faith thing too isn't it like for yeah. us to, to work that way yeah yep. that's good nice one awesome well matt i thought i really enjoyed the message and I, i'd encourage if you didn't hear it I'd encourage you to log on to ccfnt.org.au. Yep. Go to media. Yep. And click on Matt's message from Sunday. Yeah, it's really good. It's on the podcast. Yeah. It's also on the YouTube channel as well now. The the video's up there as well. So you can see my lovely pixelated face. (laughs) How do you Uh, find that? 
How do you find that? YouTube, you go yeah. on the YouTube and you search for Cornerstone Christian Fellowship NT. Yep. And it will come up. Nice. So. Very good. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Pleasure. Thank you, Neil. We'll catch you later.